The most critical, I would say, is a realtor that is invested in you. A realtor that takes the time to understand what your needs are, not only physically, as in size of house, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, location, these kind of things, but a realtor that is, tries to understand and spends, invests the time in understanding you, what your needs are, what your aspirations are, what kind of experience are you trying to get out of your stay in Portugal or your investment in Portugal. A realtor that takes the time to understand that, a realtor that listens, a realtor that doesn't spew out market knowledge and, and property values and property prices without listening to you. That realtor is an important one. Olá e bem-vindo. Welcome to The Simple Life, an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique, beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, it's another edition of Portugal Property Talks and I'm joined once again by the chairman of the Legelons Group, David Patricio. This week, we discuss appointing a realtor. For those of you listening, head over to our YouTube channel to watch some of this episode. And now, over to my conversation with David. Welcome back or welcome to another episode of Portugal The Simple Life. And it's another edition of Portugal Property Talks. I'm once again joined by David Patricio, chairman of the Leisure Launch Group. David, how are you? I'm good, Dylan. And how are you? We're having a beautiful day today. My God, it's nice and sunny and lovely time. Great time to be in Portugal. Great time. Always is, always is. But it's always nice when the sun shines. Good. We just actually, speaking of that, for great times, we, we were just recently, not quite recently, we did quite a bit of traveling. The, the All of us in the group, we were in yeah. we were in Manchester. Uh, it was a lot of traveling, exhausting, three days on the feet. But um, what do you really, what do you appreciate when you come back home after after traveling like that? Um, I think first the sun, the clear sky. It's really a big thing. You know, when you talk to people about um, people that have spent some time in Portugal, how clear the air is, it's quite a big thing. So when you've been places like Manchester, especially, um, and Utrecht to a certain degree, the place seems gray, the air seems kind of heavy, nothing's like really clear. Um, and then you get back to Portugal and the sun is shining. But besides that fact, just that the air is much clearer. Um, I even find that, not to get too personal, even my sinuses are like happy to be home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then coffee. Yeah. Portuguese coffee rocks. Yeah, thank God at, at some of the shows we have our Portuguese, our Delta coffee machine. Yeah, that's one of the tricks that we've learned from many years of traveling. 
two two exhibitions. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of real estate shows, we, when we go over, we go with uh, Emo Portugal to the Netherlands and to Belgium. Mm-hmm. We go Portugal Realty to to the UK. Um, tell me about those fancy badges you've got on your. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk more about this today, but this is my realtor badge. Um, I'm a qualified realtor, although I'm not a practicing one. Um, I'm a qualified realtor, and then I've also got the CIPS um, designation, which is the International Realtors uh, designation. I'm a I'm a firm believer. We'll talk more about it, but I'm a firm believer um, in setting standards in our industry and um, professionalism in our industry. So even though I don't practice, uh, I'm not a practicing realtor, I continue to educate myself. I think the day you stop educating yourself is the the day that you begin to die. So that's my theory. So yes, I proudly wear my realtor's badge, especially. I'm getting one soon. I'm getting one soon. Brilliant. Getting getting there. Um, Well, I mean, as a lot of our listeners know, Emo Portugal and Portugal Realtor are two of the prominent real estate companies here on the Silver Coast. That's who we go to these shows with. Speaking of realtors, um, why should somebody appoint a realtor in the first place? Um, yeah, just like why should someone appoint a, a, a lawyer? Why should someone appoint a good brain surgeon? It's just because these people are specialists in the area that you, that we are not. In other words, I mean, I'm busy. I'm an accountant for for argument's sake. I'm an accountant when it comes to anything related to tax issues, accounting, etc. I'm a professional. I only buy houses probably two or three times in my life. Um, if if I'm a if I'm more successful, maybe four times in my life. But these are probably decisions that I will make every ten years. It makes so much more sense for me that you go to a professional who knows the market, knows the area, and they who do this every single day will help guide you through the process. So for me, in every area that I deal with, it doesn't actually matter what it is, I always look for the professional in that area. If it's a legal situation, I go to a good lawyer. And even within certain categories, even in the category of lawyers, I will go to a conveyancing lawyer when I have real estate issues or something to do with registering of a property or the transacting of a property. Um, And then if I have some other kind of issues, um, I would go to a lawyer who specializes in that area, if it's tax, if it's um, any other area. Um, So, yeah, the world has tried to separate, has tried to substitute uh, the real estate broker, but the reality is this: there's nothing, there's no machine, there's no portal that will ever replace the relationship that we have with a real human being who understands us and cares about us and does a really professional job at serving us. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about appointing a realtor. Um, you know, let's just talk about a couple of tips that you can give to people. Um, that they should do or should think about when appointing uh, a realtor? Yeah, I would uh, I would say there are probably three main uh, categories of points that, that you should be looking for. Um, I would say reputation. One, always look for a professional realtor, one that's been licensed, properly licensed, qualified, um, and... Um, Sadly, our industry does attract um, 
people who probably wouldn't have chosen this industry as a as their primary career. Um, um, I certainly have never met a, a child um, in in a young child saying, "You say to them, what would you like to be when you grow up?" I've never met one that says, "I'd like to be a realtor." I've heard the the firemen, the policemen, um, doctors, lawyers. I've heard all of those, but nobody ever says, "I want to grow up to be a realtor." And um, so this industry does tend to attract uh, people who possibly are not qualified in other areas or have outgrown other professions. Um, but then there are, is a core of really professional realtors who have dedicated their professional lives to working in this industry. This is a really tough industry to be in. Um, and if you really want to set yourself at a high level, it requires a lot of education a lot of training and continual training because we live in an environment where nothing is static, markets change, um, we have crisis, we have all of these things. Um, all of this needs to be kept up to date um, on a daily basis. So I would say that look for a professional, one who's really invested in the industry, invested in their brand, in their personal brand, um, has got as many qualifications. These are beautiful things to have, but they also raise you to a level um, that sets you apart from, from other people in the industry. And then reputation. Yeah, well, this is essential. Quite, that, that follows in quite nicely because professionalism, you need time to develop as a professional, yeah. time to develop your skill, uh, and reputation comes into that. It has a lot to do with how long this person yes. has been doing this. this exactly. How long have they been doing this? What do people think about them? how public a figure they are. I mean, if they do a bad job, what will the impact on them be? So find a realtor that is well-known in their area. Don't be afraid to ask other people, have anybody dealt with this person before? What are your thoughts about them, etc.? Always a good idea to get re referrals from, from, from clients who have already dealt with the realtor. But I find that the realtor who puts himself or herself out there they're in the public space constantly. They're constantly educating themselves. Um, they're quite open to being interviewed, to be to write articles, to be part of blogs, um, to be part of podcasts like this one. Um, these are important people. These are the people to be working with because for their reputation, they are well-known in the marketplace. They, they come with a lot of uh, well-referred, but also more importantly, because they are such professionals, they deal with you in a, the most professional way because a negative experience for them can cost them. So just like a, a good doctor, good doctor wants to, you want to, when you go to a good doctor, you want to make sure you, you always ask around and say, does anybody know this doctor? Is he good at what he does? Because if he's really bad, you don't want to be going to see um, realtors are very much the, the same. Um, yeah. Reputation. The other thing that I would, is essential in the Portuguese context. Um, I can't speak for other countries, although I travel, I make it part of my, again, as a realtor, I make it part of, because I'm a specialist or I have always been a specialist in the foreign market, in other countries, I make it a, 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 a job, I make it my, my objective always, is to visit the countries from where my clients come from. So I have a very good 
home no, a basic knowledge of how they live in their own country so that I can talk to them in a language that they understand. I know that you do the same, uh, Dylan. Um, but what is important in, in the Portuguese context is because we are such a small country, we're also a very old country. I often say this to you, we're almost a thousand years old. We're the oldest country in Europe. Um, our borders haven't changed in that period. But within the country, there are huge differences in, between locations. And we're not talking locations an hour or two away. We're talking locations 20 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes. Everything is much more reduced. Everything's much more concentrated. So if you're going to work with a realtor, choose a realtor in the area, in the location that you want to work. So they are specialists in that area. A realtor that says to you, I know everything about Portugal is not the realtor for you because each area, each location has its own area of speciality. So you know that you've met a good realtor is when you ask him, can you tell me I'm looking to buy a property in the Algarve? And he answers you, I'm not a specialist in the Algarve. That is the realtor that you should be trusting. Even if you don't do business with him, because he's clear, he says, this is my area of speciality. This is where I am. This is uh, very, very important that they have local knowledge. It's just very simple things. A hundred meters in a small town, like Samarting de Port, where we have our offices, a um, hundred meters could tell to make a huge difference in the value of your property in terms of location, all of these uh, kind of things. And then the third point for me, <coughs> the most critical, I would say, is a realtor that is invested in you. A realtor that takes the time to understand what your needs are, not only physically, as in size of house, number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, location, these kind of things, but a realtor that is, tries to understand and spends, invests the time in understanding you, what your needs are, what your aspirations are, what kind of experience are you trying to get out of your stay in Portugal or your investment in Portugal. A realtor that takes the time to understand that, a realtor that listens, a realtor that doesn't spew out market knowledge and, and property values and property prices without listening to you. That realtor is an important one. And when you get shown around by a realtor and you've explained and you've discussed and you spend time with them and they start showing you properties that have got no, um, are not a match to what you've described, then you know they weren't listening. So focus on a realtor who listens. So one of the questions that you can ask about a realtor when we're looking, when we're doing referrals, um, when you ask about a realtor, ask first, ask how professional they are, what was your experience with them? But the key question, did they listen to you? Really important. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, I just want to touch on, on a few things you've mentioned there. One, the, the, the local aspect is huge, just to go back a step, because it, it does boil down to reputation again. A person that's lived, that's their kids are in the area, their kids are at schools in the local area, they're walking up and down the roads where you potentially are going to walk on, that person doesn't want to bump into a client that's unhappy. That person wants to bump into a client that's happy, that's yeah. in five years' time, in ten years' time. Um 
But coming back to the uh, the realtor that listens, on the part of the the buyer, um, those conversations are really important. In today's day and age, with instant gratification, I want everything now. The 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 kind of the the one of the worst things that happens with realtors is that they don't take the time to get to know you and they'll show you 15 properties and hope that something sticks. Yeah. Um, from the buyer's perspective, how important is it, is it to give the time, to give that information up, to let the, the realtor understand who they are, their family background, what they're looking for. This is so important as well. Yes. I would, I would start off with a simple, uh, how would I approach that? I would just start off with a simple chat. I think it's essential that if you want to, if, as, as a buyer, as a property, uh, a potential buyer, um, you want to, it's essential that you need to trust the realtor so yeah. that they can best serve you. But how do you get to that point? Not so complicated. It's not so difficult. Just have a conversation. Have a conversation with them. Say, listen, I'm, I don't want to talk property to you, with you first. I would just like to understand who you are. And have a conversation. Who are you? Where do you live? Um, how many children do you have? If you don't have, uh, do you have children or grandchildren? How long have you been in the industry? These kind of questions. Who's your favorite football club? Who knows? They might belong. To, they might be supporting the club that you don't like. I'm making light. But the point is this. You need to initially have a conversation without objectives. A conversation that I'm just trying to understand who the realtor is, who this person is, before the realtors, who this person is who potentially could be my realtor. If you feel that you make an, a connection with them, just like you would when you walk into any social uh, in, uh, um, environment, if you feel that you're making a connection with them, then the next space is because you have to trust them. If you don't trust the realtor, if you have an uncomfortable feeling about this person, this human that's sitting on the other side of the desk, on the other side of the telephone, I would say to you, move on because you probably will never do good business with them. Have this light conversation, then go on to you have to start to trust them. And if you feel like you do trust them and they are invested in you, um, it's very often it will happen that you will meet a realtor who you trust but doesn't, he's not invested in you. So kind of First step is that, do I feel comfortable with the realtor? And second one, is the realtor invested in me? Yeah. And how do we know that they're invested in me? Is they ask those questions that are important to me. Yeah. And if you feel comfortable, the next step would be to answer those honestly, which is always a challenge. We always feel for some reason that the realtor's not on our side. He is. The realtor is always on your side. So you need to trust them. You need to trust your realtor. And when you do trust your realtor, your realtor can then work for you. That makes sense. Yeah. And just a, a side note to that, as from the buyer's perspective, don't be afraid to ask the realtor questions. Where do you live? Why are you in the area? If it's a foreign realtor, why are you? How long have you been here? How long have you been doing this? What do you feel yeah. about? These things are important to... to where, do your where do your children go to school? Or where do your grandchildren go to school and if they don't go to school in the place that you're recommending why yeah it's a valid question if you're telling me if you're referring me to a school saying that your children can go to that school my first question would be but where do your children go to school and it's possible they don't go to the school in the same area but he can tell you why so just test his honesty with you 
um, his or her honesty towards you, and so that you can trust them with your with with you with your information. I mean, these days with everything being automated and online and everything, there's still nothing replaces a good relationship and a, and a real trustworthy relationship. We are humans. We like to deal with other humans. There are there's a, a, a there are companies that have gone and tried to replace the realtor. The reality is that um, they haven't managed to do that. Um, the positive side of it is that realtors have just got better at what they do because they recognize competition. Realtors are probably the most exposed to competition market. The market, there's always a lot of competition in the area. So, so we know the challenges um, that we have. Um, and if that in, realtors invested in constantly improving, constantly getting better, you have the right person. Well, because I'm a human and I, and I recognize that this is normally the time that you want to go have your coffee, I'm going to let you call it. That's a wrap. So thank you once again to our guests and thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up and please leave a comment or a review. We always love to hear from you. Don't forget, Portugal The Simple Life also has a magazine, so download it. It's for free. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And as we say in Portugal, Cesar's bem-vindo. Welcome to The Simple Life.